you know, you've been hearing a lot of buzz about a movie based on a toy that's coming out this weekend. Yes, it's not Oppenheimer, much to uh, some people's chagrin. But a lot of people are excited about Oppenheimer. Yes. And it's actually, what a phenomenon that people are excited about both Oppenheimer and the movie I'm talking about, all in hot pink, Barbie. Barbie. So, Barbenheimer, yes. I am, I'm confess, I'm kind of falling for the hype. I think I want to go see both of them. My daughter is doing that today with really? her boyfriend. She, But they decided they were going to see Oppenheimer first. And then use the Barbie as a palate cleanser. To me, like it's like steak and dessert. You yes. Know? You have to, right. Well, it was like when Elf came out the same weekend that Bad Santa came out. Oh, my. I went and saw Bad Santa, which was hilarious. But then I went to see Elf right after. And it was nice. I, I left very happy and calm. Cottonhead and Ninny Muggins. Exactly. Yeah, those are two completely different flavors of, of comedy for yeah. the holidays. Uh, but I will tell you that I wound up getting into my basement when we were talking about all these Barbies. I loved Barbies growing up. I used to count Did them. You? I had like 50, but they weren't all the proper, proper Barbies. Um, I should go get my bag, my basket of Barbies. Um, I had Sonny and Cher, Donnie oh. and Marie, Sean Cassidy. Wow, you I had, had the fancy Barbies. But I did have Hawaiian Barbie. But, but you know, there were <laughs> breakout different Barbies. So I didn't have a true, legitimate, pure collection. Well, it's not... And I played with them. Did you? All right. I was going to ask that because my daughter had Barbies, too. She didn't really play with them. Oh, God. I cut their hair, you know, things that you weren't supposed to was, do. Yeah, it doesn't grow back, does it? No. Okay. No. I when don't you, know much about when Barbies. When you see my basket of Barbies, you will say, oh, my, these are <laughs> these are played with. These are beloved. They're free-range Barbies. They're not in their boxes. Uh, but um, producer Charlie had a chance to talk with one of the biggest Barbie collectors in our area, wow. in Wisconsin. I would debate maybe even in the country. Her name is Anna Marie Erdman, and she shared some really different insights. She has a whole room that her husband, Tim, built for her for the Barbies. Wow, that's excessive. That showcases many of them, um, but the, she has bins and bins and bins more. <laughs> but, you know, and, and funny, she didn't start collecting until she was an adult. Her husband started getting her Barbies. Re See, that's, that's which how I thought collectibles have changed. Yeah, yeah that's, that is unusual. But she really enjoys them, and it was very enlightening. Like I was just telling you, like, I had a Hawaiian Barbie, Ooh. and but... You know, I had other types of Barbies, but there are a lot of different categories. Hundreds. This is, is Anna-Marie explaining some of them. They started making these dolls that were not just Playline. They, they're, they're collector series dolls. When I say I have a lot of dolls, I have a, what is called Playline, which is like all the pink box, what you see. Then I have collector dolls that are, you know, $100, $200, $300 I've spent on dolls. And they're just magnificent. And most people don't see that. So I'm, and I always, I have designer dolls that have, that came out in the 90s from Bob Mackie to Oscar de la Renta, uh, just tons of different designers. There's a whole line based on uh, Monet and uh, another line on Wedgwood, the China, and it, they're just very huge dolls and evolution of her. I had no idea yeah. that there were that many different categories of Barbies, not just because I don't play with them anymore, <laughs> but just not being around kids who right. ask for them, and, and just also not being in that collector's society. Yeah, people, it's, when adults do it, it is, it's amazing to me how much they invest in these collections. And it's just to look at. It's, I guess it's like buying a piece of art, because you're not taking them out of the box. Well, it's interesting you say that, because Anna-Marie Erdman does say that these collections uh, are, are different. Everybody collects differently. Some people will collect the 1959 dolls, and those are worth, 
you know, I think they've gone for like fifteen, twenty, thirty thousand dollars. I personally don't like the look of the original Barbie, her face, her eyes, I just don't. But somebody that collects that, that's worth a lot to them. My collection is from eighties on and it really does. I have dolls from the eighties out of box from when I grew up, but then I go to flea markets and I found eighties ones in the box though, which is crazy because they're from the eighties. Every collector has what is worth more to them than another collector, you know? So collections are very personal. I think that's that's a good rule of thumb. If you're going to collect, you have to collect something you like, because it, you know I could say, "Oh, you're I'm going to collect spoons." I have no interest in spoons, but my aunt used to collect spoons. She loved them. So if you do, if you, like Anne Marie doesn't like the early Barbies, all right, well then why bother with them? Just and collect it, what you like. And interesting, she mentioned like the the look of them because yes. when I was playing with Barbies in the 70s and 80s, they were the big eyed blonde. You know, okay. uh, high heel wearing, you know, Barbies. And yeah. then that became controversial, even though Barbie is supposedly an empowering feminist figure. It was certainly was telling you, but you needed a waist this small and you, you know, <laughs> uh, the blondes were, were all the rage. Did, did, did girls really think that way? Well, it's certainly it, she didn't look like me. She didn't look like anybody. But, you know, so, and there are a lot of people that Barbie didn't look like, uh, which uh, Anna Marie <laughs> yes. also explained uh, the, the evolution of Barbie. Now, the thing is, is all these body types. You can be short, maybe a little chubby, or super tall, super thin, redhead. They have um, the alopecia one. Uh, they just came out with the Down syndrome one. So she's grown over the years. She's just not that little blonde bombshell that she was. She's evolved into how we've all evolved in this society, I think. So making that point of that people can see themselves now in these toys. Yeah. I th- that's important for little kids. I, you know, as an adult, you go, well, we didn't have that. And we're fine. But I think it's nice that things have evolved like that. So if you're if you're a little girl or a little boy who likes Barbies or whoever, and you can see yourself, it's it's just the same with movies. When you can see yourself, you're more engaged. You feel like you belong. And these replicate humans. Yes, <laughs> these aren't fantastic. They are not My Little Pony with. Right. You know, with with rainbow, you know, like, that's not supposed to replicate right. what a real horse looks I was like. never going to be as ripped as my G.I. Joe's. Oh. Never. Never going to be as ripped. Steve Scafidi claimed he was going to bring in his G.I. Joe, but he didn't. And he also, oh. I, I should post it, he has boxes of his daughter's Barbies. But really? But still in the box. Oh, and the, And she had a Spice Girl Barbie, which it's I was quite excited about. It's time to clean about. out the house, Steve. But, but I also think that that's also another topic of, <laughs> are you holding on to your kids' stuff? Like, at what <laughs> point do your kids have to take their stuff? Yeah, now. <laughs> uh, but uh, but speaking of uh, having stuff, uh, so last chat with uh, Anna Marie Erdman, big Barbie doll collector. This is how she displays her dolls in her entire room dedicated to them. I would say 95% of them are in box, which is hard, hard, hard to sell. The ones that the expensive ones I have out of box, either the box was damaged or I inadvertently bought a duplicate. I have this thing in my my Barbie room my husband made for me. It's like a huge Barbie dollhouse. So they're like every room represents something or someone like a kitchen, a bedroom and what have you. Those are out of box. Those are a lot of playline ones or heck, I've even found uh, dolls at Goodwill or something. I'm like, oh, well, I'll just take her and Put her in the little house that was built. I don't like play with it. It's just like this big scene because I never had a dollhouse when I was growing up. So he built that for me when I turned 30. That's love. That is love. That, that is love. That is that is when you say, listen, this is what my wife's into. Um, I'm going to help her. And then she'll be in play with her dollhouse and I can go watch the game. And I don't. 
We, you know. Can't we all just get along? Sure, so, yes, I think that's just lovely. So big thank you to <laughs> Anna Marie Erdman for spending time with us to share her passion for Barbies and her knowledge. I mean, yeah. Well, if you're going to collect, you have to. You do become an expert in that one little niche category, and it, it it's amazing. People will people have all these facts. You're like, it's a doll, right? No, no. It, it represents. They can yeah. list everything about them. Yeah. And uh, thanks to Charlie Snell for conducting that interview.